Hey, it's Nathan, and this is day 42 of the Bible in 90 Days. We're in Psalm 46 through 69. Psalm 46 is a celebration of God as refuge for his people. By the way, Psalms 46 is a psalm you should read. Here are some words from the psalm. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Psalm 47 is a song of praise proclaiming God as king of all the earth, reigning over the nations. The nobles of the nations assemble as the people of the God of Abraham, for the kings of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. Psalm 48 begins, Beautiful in its loftiness, the joy of the whole earth. Like the heights of Zaphon is Mount Zion, the city of the great king. God is in her citadels. He has shown himself to be her fortress. This psalm is a celebration of God's presence with his people and declares that his praise reaches to the ends of the earth. The essence of Psalm 49, another psalm to read, by the way, is stated well in these words. People, despite their wealth, do not endure. They are like the beasts that perish. The author notes near the very end that, while the living wealthy count themselves blessed, nonetheless, they will join those who have gone before them, who will never again see the light of life. The author, however, makes this note. But God will redeem me from the realm of the dead. He will surely take me to himself. Psalm 50 is a reflection on judgment. He summons the heavens above and the earth that he may judge his people. His, God's, chief argument is against the wicked person. What right have you to recite my laws or take my covenant on your lips? You hate my instruction and cast my words behind you. The psalm concludes with these words. Consider this, you who forget God, or I will tear you to pieces with no one to rescue you. Those who sacrifice thank offerings honor me, and to the blameless I will show my salvation. Chapter 51, a psalm you should also read, is a moving prayer of repentance written by David after being confronted by Nathan the prophet over his affair with Bathsheba. It begins, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. David's heartfelt confession and longing for cleansing permeate the prayer, especially these words. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Psalm 52 was written after David hears of Doeg's visit 
to King Saul, reporting David's interactions with Ahimelech while he fled King Saul. That is, while David fled King Saul. These lines may reference Doeg, the Edomite. Surely God will bring you down to everlasting ruin. He will snatch you up and pluck you from your tent. He will uproot you from the land of the living. The previous lines stand in stark contrast to David's reference to himself. But I am like an olive tree flourishing in the house of God. I trust in God's unfailing love forever and ever. Psalm 53 is a meditation on those who say there is no God, observing that they are corrupt and their ways are vile. The time is coming, however, when they will be overwhelmed with dread where there was nothing to dread. Psalm 54 is another psalm written by David as a fugitive. It begins, Save me, O God, by your name. Vindicate me by your might. And then ends, You have delivered me from all my troubles, and my eyes have looked in triumph on my foes. Psalm 55 is an anguished prayer for deliverance from his enemies. The essence of the prayer comes through well in these lines. Lord, confuse the wicked, confound their words, for I see violence and strife in the city. Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. But you, God, will bring down the wicked into the pit of decay. The bloodthirsty and deceitful will not live out half their days. But as for me, I trust in you. Psalm 56 is a prayer of David when in trouble with the Philistines. Be merciful to me, my God, for my enemies are in hot pursuit. All day long they press their attack. Record my misery, list my tears on your scroll. Are they not in your record? In spite of it all, David finds great comfort in God, saying, In God I trust and am not afraid. What can man do to me? Psalm 57, a prayer of David when fleeing from Saul and taking refuge in a cave. A few lines from the psalm. I am in the midst of lions. I am forced to dwell among ravenous beasts, men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Psalm 58 is a prayer of vengeance on the wicked. Even from birth, the wicked go astray. From the womb, they are wayward, spreading lies. Break the teeth in their mouths, O God. Lord, tear out the fangs of those lions. The righteous will be glad when they are avenged, when they dip their feet in the blood of the wicked. Then people will say, Surely the righteous still are rewarded. Surely there is a God who judges the earth. Psalm 59 is another prayer of David's while hunted by Saul. Deliver me from my enemies, O God. Be my fortress against those who are attacking me. 
Deliver me from evildoers and save me from those who are after my blood. You are my strength. I watch for you. You, God, are my fortress, my God on whom I can rely. God will go before me and will let me gloat over those who slander me. Psalm 60 is a teaching psalm written about battles. The essence of the psalm can be found in these lines. Is it not you, God, you who have now rejected us and no longer go out with our armies? Give us aid against the enemy, for human help is worthless. With God we will gain the victory, and he will trample down our enemies. Psalm 61, one I'd recommend you read, is a prayer of longing to be in God's presence. From the ends of the earth, I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint, leading me to the rock that is higher than I. I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings. Increase the days of the king's life, his years for many generations. May he be enthroned in God's presence forever. Psalm 62 is a celebration of the rest David found in God. Truly, my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. In it, he also warned, Do not trust in extortion or put vain hopes in stolen goods. Though your riches increase, do not set your heart on them. His concluding lines, Power belongs to you, God, and with you, Lord, is unfailing love. As well as this line, You reward everyone according to what they have done. Psalm 63 is a song of longing for God, inspired while in the desert of Judah. You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. It also includes this line. Your love is better than life. Psalm 64 is a prayer for deliverance from evil conspirators. Hear me, my God, as I voice my complaint. Protect my life from the threat of the enemy. They plot injustice and say, we have devised a perfect plan. Surely the human mind and heart are cunning. But God will shoot them with his arrows. They will suddenly be struck down. Conclusion? The righteous will rejoice in the Lord and take refuge in him. All the upright in heart will glory in him. Psalm 65 is a song of gratitude for the sustaining providence of God. The whole earth is filled with awe at your wonders. Where morning dawns, where evening fades, you call forth songs of joy. You care for the land and water it. You enrich it abundantly. The streams of God are filled with water to provide the people with grain, for so you have ordained it. The meadows are covered with flocks, and the valleys are mantled with grain. They shout for joy and sing. Psalm 66 is full of praise for God's providence. 
especially hinting at how God delivered his people from oppression in Egypt and brought them to a lush land. Here are the last few lines. Come and hear, all you who fear God, let me tell you what he has done for me. I cried out to him with my mouth. His praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God has surely listened and has heard my prayer. Praise be to God, who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love from me. Psalm 67 is a celebration of God's blessing and a prayer that the knowledge of him might fill the earth and spread through the nations. May the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you rule the peoples with equity and guide the nations of the earth. Psalm 68 is a celebration of God's providence for those on the margins, as well as for his people, and that he is powerful against his enemies. A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families. He leads out the prisoners with singing, but the rebellious live in a a sun-scorched land. Praise be to the Lord, to God our Savior, who daily bears our burdens. Our God is a God who saves. From the sovereign Lord comes escape from death. Surely God will crush the heads of his enemies, the hairy crowns of those who go on in their sins. Sing to God, you kingdoms of the earth. Sing praise to the Lord, to him who rides across the highest heavens, the ancient heavens, who thunders with mighty voice. Psalm 69, one you should definitely read, begins, Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in the miry depths where there is no foothold. I have come into the deep waters. The floods engulf me. I am worn out calling for help. My throat is parched. My eyes fail looking for my God. These first few lines reveal that this is a prayer for deliverance. It's also noteworthy that it contains hints of Jesus, the coming Messiah. But I pray to you, Lord, in the time of your favor. In your great love, O God, answer me with your sure salvation. Rescue me from the mire. Do not let me sink. Deliver me from those who hate me from the deep waters. Scorn has broken my heart and has left me helpless. I looked for sympathy, but there was none for comforters, but I found none. The poor will see and be glad. You who seek God, May your hearts live. The Lord hears the needy and does not despise his captive people. And that concludes today's highlights.